one is you need the checklist. <laughs> Buddy, I'm just going to blame it on old age. Okay. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> he is the elderly one. Yes, he is. Are you elderly, though? I mean... I, I'm getting there, man. <laughs> he talks about it more than he looks like. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I feel it. I mean... <laughs> I feel it. Well, Corey, where do you like to play? Like, where, where, where's your, how, well, tell me your favorite kind of shows. The one where there's two to three hundred people in front of me. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Tulsa Tempo Podcast, where we showcase local music and more. I'm your host, Professor Jason. Thank you to Blue Couch Studio for helping produce this content and providing the space to make this podcast happen. If you're interested in doing any music recording or podcasting yourself, Blue Couch can take your music idea or podcast from brainstorm to broadcast. Uh, I guess maybe we could start with you guys uh, introducing yourselves and giving maybe a little bit of a background of the band. Just kick rolling that way. So whoever wants to kick it off. <laughs> Go for it. Hey, Leave Corey. <laughs> Uh, we're Aquafire. Uh, I've known this guy for about what, 20 years. That's almost. Uh, just always had a dream of staying in music and whatnot. And it actually started off, I was living in Dallas and uh, they were in a metal band and they just weren't really liking it. He sent me some music and I wrote some lyric, lyrics for it, sent it back to him. And we just went from there. I started driving from Dallas to Stillwater. Uh, what? <clears throat> Every other Saturday, so probably two or three times a month, usually. How, long uh, how did we get started in music? Huh? How did we get started in music? Uh, well, I and started in music, I guess. I played guitar a little bit. I could really only play Smoke on Water. He walked in my room one day, and he thought it was the coolest thing he ever saw. I was about, about, a, I was about 15. About a year and a half <laughs> later, he just dominated on a guitar. You could read anything with tablature. He could play almost anything. And I was just like, I put the guitar down and just kind of went straight to vocals. So like, yeah, this might be your thing. So, but yeah, I mean, 20 years later, we started Aquifer and hopefully it just never stops. That's the whole goal with it. I sent him, I wanted to show him what I could do with the studio. He was like, yeah, man, I see that y'all uh, kind of record some stuff here and there. I was like, yeah, let me send you a... Uh, here, I'll, I'll write something on guitar and uh, see if I can loop some drums and stuff and send it to you right fast. And then I sent him, which ended up being one of our first ballads mm -hmm. and uh, the rough cut of it. And he, yeah, he calls me. He's like, oh, I got lyrics for it. I was like, L lyrics? I was like, I was just trying to show you what I could do at the studio. And you're telling me that. He's like, well, I ain't, I ain't really having luck with the band down here. And I like what you're doing there. And literally, he it was it was just supposed to be a riff just to show him what I could do. He hit me back in 20 minutes with a full song. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. So do you have a studio at your house? No, I literally have a microphone in a closet My surrounded closet. by clothes <laughs> and a good interface. Hey. That's it. <laughs> it was enough to put lyrics on it, right? Yeah. So when you started out, how far was that drive? Like, help, help, help me from Stillwater to Dallas. Three and a half hours. Just one way. Right. <laughs> so I'd wake up at like 6 a.m. and get my day started. I'll, we also all have kids. So that's a big part of like getting everything ready for everything. We got to make sure they're good. But uh, I'd get up at like 6 a.m., do my dad thing, and then head out. And we'd have practice for about two or three hours, and then I'd head back. So it was more driving than it was just practicing. <laughs> yeah. 
but it was worth it. Like we just started, he started sending me music and these two would put stuff together. And then this one would hop in and throw her part on it. And I'd go in and put lyrics on it. And then we got to the point where we started writing lyrics together, me and me and Amanda and she'll write her own songs. I'll sing them. I'll write some and we just throw it back and forth and just kind of try to keep it together. Yeah. It started with you, you two. So how did you guys get it? When did you join? Who joined next? <laughs> Eric's so mean to me. So I, I get a phone call from um, a vapor lounge guy that I, I, I truly love. His name's uh, Thumper out of Stillwater. And um, he uh, he said, he goes, Marion Ridge, I heard you've been looking for a drummer for a few years. I said, a few years? I said, I can't find anybody that I like. He goes, he goes, I know someone that you're going to like. He goes, I know you've heard of him, too. And he told me the previous band that he's played. In. I said, yeah, I've heard of them guys around town. And uh, he goes, well, he wants to meet you. So if you can come down here. And um, you come meet your Eric, man. He, I took that leap. Yeah. <laughs> he he set me down in front of him, and I didn't know he's sitting there reading me the whole time. He's like, he's asking me all the questions he wants to hear. Like, oh, what kind of music do you like? Um, how long have you been playing? Um, oh, so you're into like blues rock and a little bit of metal and stuff like that? I was like, yeah. He goes, oh, that's pretty cool. He's like, um, well, I, I, he's like, I'd like to maybe mess around and jam with you sometime. And I said, okay. He goes, uh, he never sent missed videos or anything. I didn't even know what he could do at this point. I didn't even know if he was any good. For all I know, he played triangle and he was lying. But, but anyways, we get there. Uh, we, we have him come out to the trailer, and he's so funny because uh, he knew that we haven't even seen him play yet. So the first thing he does, he sets it all up. Go ahead and tell him what you did to us. Go ahead. I'll let you tell it. I set, all, I set the drums up, and we were getting ready to play I can't remember what song we even played, but oh, this is previous band. This is a yeah, yeah, yeah. with a fellow friend of ours named Zach, and he's an amazing um, musician, amazing writer, uh, amazing vocalist, bass players. Uh, he's he's, yeah, a, he's, he's frontman of Until good. the Day I Die. And that was our previous. <laughs> but yeah, I set up all the drums, and like I said, I don't even know, know what song we're playing. But uh, we go into it, and I I just I said I'm gonna fuck with him, and I just I just all off all off it was just off and then i saw i saw the facial expressions and i was like okay i got him it's wrapped around my finger already and then and then all went in and it was he's like you know when he uh i was like I just went together i was like i don't know man what, what do you like he goes man i like that you know me i like that he's like i like that 90s and 2000s uh good stuff i said let's play uh I think it we, was uh, played Rage. Basket Case. No, we played Rage Against the Machine. It was Rage, wasn't it? Yeah. Played Killing right. in the Name of. That's the first time. That's the first song. Uh, that we never even played a note together. Not only did we play it, we shredded it. <laughs> it was just the three of you guys at this point? It was uh, me, him, Zach, uh, um, and a good friend of ours named Brandon who was on vocals. And this is basically how I met this cat. And then, um, yeah, so it, it hit off really well. And I was like, I liked how he grooved and everything. And. It's just, I don't know, on bands, you know how, like, they get used to one another and they they know exactly how that changes and this and that goes and everything else in between, right? It's just, we hit that off within the first three days. Wow. I feel. Is it chemistry? It I mean, this was years back, but I mean, it could have been a week. But I mean, I felt as though we hit it off in like two or three days. Like, I already knew his changes. He knew my changes. And never really stopped yeah from that he was so good that he left the house i turned i turned to zach and i said i said what if he doesn't come back he goes <laughs> he goes don't say that ridge i was like i was like i don't what if he doesn't come back maybe he doesn't like us 
And he did. He he made us wait for about three days until he finally called us. Hey, man, I treated it like, you know, a relationship. Yeah, you know? rule. I'm treating <laughs> It's just a three-day rule. You didn't want to look too eager. <laughs> you didn't want to take a look too eager, but yeah. Dude, and then you got nervous. And I'm, this is me and my this is me and my old singer. We're just like looking at our phones for days. Man, <laughs> I should hit him up. Don't man, yeah, you're scared already. Yeah, don't look too many bullets. <laughs> and then vice versa with me too, because I was looking at my phone. And I'm like, <laughs> should I call him up? Should I text him? No, don't hit me up. Right. And that's, well, I, I think it was, I hit you guys up. Yeah. Like, you finally, you finally, somebody you finally made the move. Yeah, finally gone. <laughs> let's jam. Let's do something. Jones and. <laughs> so how did, Amanda, when did you, when did you join? So, um, me and him were together and they were until the day I die. Corey wasn't necessarily like singing for us or anything at that point. And I like went to their practices and stuff and I was like, okay, I kind of like this pandemic hit um i didn't play bass at the time um i actually picked up ukulele first and i picked that up really quick and he's like hey want to be in a band here's a bass basically <laughs> and i said okay and he's like this is how you play it and i've just been playing with them ever since like i grew up vocally um so since the time before I could talk, I was singing. So this is a whole new game for me, and I I just ended up loving it in the end. So it's that classic ukulele to bass yes. we always hear about. <laughs> yes, like four strings to four strings. It worked for me. So <laughs> she actually understands the music part of it. Well, you know, you show us notes, and we're like, ah. Oh. She's like, yeah, you know, that's you know, that's like a D, and it's gonna be in the key of this. And we're like, God, we're so glad you're here. <laughs> Awesome. That's great. So how long has this this version of the band uh, like so that was pandemic is whenever you were picking yeah. up the ukulele slash bass. So how long have you guys been together? So like 2020, like May of Cut 2020. Our first track in 2020 of October. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And was that recorded in the closet? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Vocals were everything else was just done through like an interface. So how, how are you guys how, go ahead how we would record is like we just jam as a full band but he'd be on an electronic drum kit plugged in and we'd be recording him as he's playing i'm playing she's playing that way we can all hear each other and we're all on time and everything and then we just switch out to his guitar amp her bass amp and then i'd step into the closet and do my part with all of her pretty dresses and <laughs> shoes around me and stuff hey, you guys yeah. ever catch us at one of our shows she she's got a god-awful collection of boots yeah, I do. <laughs> i've do seen them all do you guys bring the dresses with you so that the sound is the same they, they make me uh, get ready before we go out uh so i don't drag all my crap with us <laughs> they say it's too much i have like two giant makeup cases my full closet like whole nine yards are like absolutely not right. your face is enough or she'll have her own section yeah right <laughs> Literally, she has a uh, there's a second van or something. Yeah, just your that's just her closet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's her her mobile my, powder. Yeah, my stylist <laughs> van. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys started recording pretty quickly. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, so you guys got together in. as soon as you were all four started clicking. You just started recording. Yeah, pretty much. Me and him, we've always clicked with music. I mean, there's been times we haven't seen each other in five years, and we'll step in the same room and pick up instruments and just. It's right there. Like a new song. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I hope you recorded that, man. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've actually lost quite a few because we haven't recorded them. Yeah, but... we didn't do the tag. <laughs> Always record. Always record. Okay. But yeah, uh, no, it just kind of 
once the once that pandemic hit, like some he was out of work almost completely. I was still working steadily. Were you? I don't really. Remember. Yeah, I was working. I can't remember where I was working. She was in. She was. She was in the school system, so. or, or it was out at the time. So yeah. So they. Had but we just from home. we just really dedicated to making it to practice. But they were still in the metal band until the day I die. So. While I was driving from Dallas Fort Worth to Stillwater, they were already starting practice and I'd get there and he'd take a twenty minute break and she'd step up on bass, I'd step up on the mic, he'd hop back on the drums and we'd and go for another two second hours. Round. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, and he was the guitarist for until the day I die. So they both basically were just doing double the work. <laughs> yeah. Like let me kill my distortion and all right, I'm ready for the good old blues and rock. Right. <laughs> kind of opened for yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You pre-practiced before practice. Right. Yeah. So this is everyone's singular focus now. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, so you guys talked about pandemic and then recording early. So, uh, when did you finally get to get in front of an audience? Pretty quick after, because we ended up playing at your aunt's house. Was Gwen's our first show? Yeah, it was. On the 4th of July. On the 4th of July. So, like, we hadn't even had songs out when we were performing in front of people. Um, we just, like, did what we had written at that time. Kinda had to, kinda, we needed to know if we were on to something. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Get some like, feedback. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you get them clapping at you, you know, then, you know, you're definitely doing something right. Right. <laughs> Was that uh, July of 2021? Uh, I think it was 20. As um, didn't we do like something spring there, and then they had us back? Or no? Yeah, no, it was. It was it, yeah, it was, it was Fourth of yeah. July, 2021. So that was like. So it took us a probably a good six months before we finally yeah. got into a crowd. So you were recording music and then played. Yeah, we only had probably like three or four songs, and maybe like a, we had a good lineup of covers. But when it came to originals, no, man, we didn't have much at all. Yeah, we didn't have any. We had maybe three. We, we definitely if, didn't have if Literally, Feelings was like the first song I learned on bass. So they were like already writing music, and I was just learning that music. I didn't know anything else. And me and him would just jam and chords, and then we'll just send it to them like, y'all like it? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's literally. Yeah, it was like, we'll jam and we like it. We just assume, but we always like, yeah, let's send it out to them and just see. Because there's been sometimes we get shot down. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. And so, you know, it makes us work a little bit harder yeah. on getting something else out there. But at the same time, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Just... It sounds like there was at least some good feedback for the first show because there was a second one, right? You guys kept on going. Yes. Yeah. 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 Luckily, yeah, the show was kind of picked up, and, you know, slowly at first. And then, um, I think it was a it was a group of people we played for one of our first shows ever for, and then we just recently played for them a few months ago, and that was the first thing that they drug us off the side of the stage. They're like, um, "Y'all got tight real fast. Where did that come from?" We're yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. well, we kind of live in the same town now, so yeah, kind of helps." Like, because I'm from I'm from middle of nowhere. I'm from Joy. That's between Winnie Wood and Davis. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like, uh, where are you from in California? San Diego. <laughs> there you go. And uh, she's actually from. <laughs> yeah. She's born and raised. I'm Stillwater from Stillwater, Oklahoma. So did you guys all move to Lawton for the band? I kind of drug them in like piece by piece. 
I, we were together so i was like okay like you come here and then we got eric to come down and then we finally just got Corey to come down uh i just kind of like more break personal them. i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna go into all that <laughs> yeah but, like, the but reason i moved to laden i mean personal the too, was but... uh was definitely the number one reason of me wanting to move to laden but uh i just had some stuff going on down in dfw and it was just better for me to be in laden and it actually ended up working out better because we get to practice more often and shows have actually been kind of just falling into our lap the last few weeks. And we just, we just hope it doesn't stop. Yeah. So when really, Port really like playing in front of people, that's the whole main goal of this is to just entertain a crowd. Cause that's what entertains us. We yeah. draw, we draw our money mostly from the energy that they're giving us. Like that's metaphorically money, you know, like, that's what we love doing it for is right. making right. everybody else feel awesome. We feel like rock stars while we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Now, I was just thinking whenever you were saying uh, personal reasons, what the personal reason is, is uh, Amanda offered free uh, ukulele lessons. <laughs> you couldn't stay in Texas. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> what she offered those. Yeah. So you guys are having lots, lots of shows here now, or now, I guess uh, what I was, that's not really what I wanted to say. What I was, what I wanted to ask was, where do you guys play? Like you're in Lawton, but you're from, for where you were from Texas. And uh, when I met you guys just a few few minutes ago, you were telling me what you're, how far away are you from Texas? Thirty minutes or something mm -hmm. like that. So where are you? Show where you where are your shows? Where do you guys play at? Everywhere from Lawton, OKC, Norman, Tulsa, some Dallas shows. Basically anywhere that we can get in Oklahoma. We just played Ada the other night for New Year's, and. Um, uh, Rebel Rock Radio, you know, she trans, uh, it was, uh, Jamie Lynn. She trans, uh, now it's a Marshall Rock Radio. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'll tell you, uh, we've been fortunate that our first spotlight show, I think a week after that, we were number one. And then we were just so blessed to take it for like, I think we've taken the number one spot at least 15 different weeks, 16 different. And we've been blessed to probably each song that we've had go on there. It shot to number one. Will you talk a little bit more about that? I, I'm not real familiar, um, and so for our for our audience, mm -hmm. uh, tell me a little bit more about how that works. So it's a, is that an internet radio station? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, she does it by request and by thumbs up. Uh, okay. So basically, it's mostly people who request. She has the top ten request countdown, and yeah, that was the one that we just kept taking. And so that's that's uh, listeners. Yeah, giving you thumbs up yeah. and calling yeah. in. She plays. She it it airs all over the world. I think uh, in seventy two different countries right now. So people can be voting from anywhere. It is called Marshall Rock Radio. You can get it on a like Radio King app. Just you guys should check it out. There's a lot of cool bands on there and whatnot. She spotlights a lot of local musicians and oh, yeah. musicians from other countries and whatnot. And then there's also who we grew up with, like ACDC and Leonard Skinner and. She's just she's really good at putting music on, and she knows what to pick. Like, Thought I'd never hear my song after her Skinner song, you know? Like it just blows me away. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really neat to to like hear like just this phenomenal, awesome band, and then you hear you're right after, and you're like, it's just like. I mean, that's, that's cool, but it's really, <laughs> but yeah, Jane Glenn has definitely been a blessing to us. She's put in a bunch of hard work, um, just for the pure, uh, pureness of her heart. And we really appreciate everything she does yeah. for us and other bands. She's a, a gym to local musicians. Yeah. Yeah. She is. That's a, it's a cool sounding concept, you know, um, you know, uh, being able to get your music in front of people all over the country, all over the world, it sounds like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, basically. Yeah. That's great. Where do you guys like to play? Like, where do you guys like to stay 
more in Oklahoma. Yes. You, you guys got a big following in Texas. You, you were quick to say, stay in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, Eric. <laughs> There's a story there. <laughs> it's not really a story. It was just, it was just, my brain was just oh. outspoken. But, um, but yeah, I just, I, I like playing little shows in Oklahoma because it just seems like, it's just with anything, you know, if you go to Texas or anything, it's just like, oh, crap, I forgot a snare head or I forgot sticks or our drummer is notorious for forgetting something that goes. He forgot his seat one time. Like, I don't understand that. Our last show, our New Year's show, he didn't have his crash. Hell it is. Yeah, I'm getting older. <laughs> and I'm, I'm forgetting a lot of work. things. But we did. We made it work. And it was just experience. You know, the more experiences you go through, more you tend to mess them up right you know and you just learn figure out a way to to resolve them when you go through it again yeah like you did this last show "Ah." yeah i learned real quick uh to carry multi-tool in my purse at all times because somebody's screw is coming loose tuning keys forgot oh no we have to do something with the mic or a guitar or something Uh, they laughed me to the yeah this last show at ada i forgot my dang cymbal stand and I was freaking out. I was like, it's not going to be our sound. Sorry, right, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. How did you get around not having a cymbal stand? I just understand. used the splash. Okay. And I just tightened it really tight. So when you go to hit it, it, it just. Hurt. <laughs> She's got a Mary just, Poppins purse where she yes, I do. a cymbal stand. And and I, I wish she really would have had, had done that. <laughs> there have been times super glue, like just anything, nail polish. Right. Yeah. Drummer forgot a seat? No problem. I got yeah, one of my There's actually one time we were we were jamming at my parents' house because it was halfway between where I lived in DFW and they lived in Stillwater, so we'd meet up in the middle because it was it was just cheaper on gas for all of us and whatnot. You're talking about my house? No, sulfur. No, in sulfur. Oh, in sulfur. House. Oh yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I remember this one time he forgot his seat. <laughs> I think that was the only time you forgot you'd thrown. But uh, I had, I a, I had a buddy that. down the street that was a drummer, and he's like, yeah, I got, I got one. I'll bring it over. Yeah. He came over, and he listened to us jam for a while. But, yeah, that, that, that saved us. That saved us. Good thing it wasn't a show out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that would have been horrible. I'm sure you could stand up and play drums, Eric. You're pretty talented. So, so the main reason Eric doesn't want to travel far is because in he case forgets he forgets something. <laughs> I, 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 got big, I got a big checklist I make for us. Yes, every show. Right by my door. And, and then Eric just promptly throws it in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Yeah, it just kind of just falls into the back. I, uh, go, I'm like, hey, man, did you check out the checklist? He goes, I didn't know you made one. Man. Yeah. <laughs> checklist? Yeah. Every time. I forgot the checklist. Yes. <laughs> every damn one, time. Did you the checklist <laughs> but yeah i'm just gonna blame it on old age okay that's all it is yeah so. <laughs> he is the elderly one yes he is so. are you elderly though i mean I, i'm getting there man he <laughs> <laughs> talks about it more than he looks like yeah yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I feel it <laughs> i mean <laughs> I feel it. well Corey, where do you like to play like where, where where's your how, well, tell me your favorite kind of shows the one where there's two to three hundred people in front of me yeah i mean that's where I really get my kick out of this is just having a bunch of screaming people in front of me and seeing people dance and really enjoy our music the way I enjoy our music. Like if you really go back and listen to our stuff, lyrics, it all really like says something. And yeah, it's not just mumbo jumbo. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, if your music can speak to somebody else through a situation that they're going through that you had nothing to do with, then I did my job right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm in it for, you know? So 
I don't care if we're playing in his aunt's backyard, which we do a lot. <laughs> we we probably play there two to three times a year. We'll have a show in her backyard. She uh, has her own cooking business. It's called Gwenny's Baked, Baked Goods. Goods. Yeah, Gwenny's Baked Goods, if anyone wants to check that out. Yeah, she's out of Mustang. Mustang, Oklahoma area. She also delivers. So, uh <laughs> amazing food amazing food so like the the shows that she throws she has this big barbecue all this food spread out everywhere and 50 to 100 people show up so it's always really fun but i don't mind playing in the bar backyard just as long as people show up and have a good time i hate going to play when there's no one there yeah I, if there's no one there and we're just playing for ourselves and it's just another not, practice it's, not, it's just another practice yeah, like practice. Practice. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, thanks, Corey. So, Ridge, how does your is it your aunt the yeah. the backyard? How does your aunt get fifty to a hundred people out in her backyard three three times? Because her food's the, awesome. It's the food. <laughs> I, always, people. I always tell people yeah. I like there are people who come. They're like, all right, you know, we're we're excited to see y'all. I was like, I don't know why y'all say that. They all never come for the show. Y'all always come for the food. I don't blame you though. Like, yeah, <laughs> like everybody's in the yard with we're the itis. They're just you know, yeah. We're just a little bit of listening. We're playing for people with the itis is what we're doing. <laughs> Right. Like put down the ribs. <laughs> That's awesome. Ridge, where's your favorite place to play? Man, I love everywhere from, oh, I love, uh, get me outside at a festival. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect for me. I try. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love playing from bars and stuff because that's where we started. Like he said, he might not, you know, he, he can't stand playing for that one person. But, you know, I love playing. You know, if it's one person, by God, we're going to give them the show that they've never had. <laughs> They're going to go away going, man, you need to look at this band, you know. <laughs> not to mention they were saying my name. I didn't even know they was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny, for coming out. Right. We appreciate you. <laughs> but, no, I like um, we've played some festivals now, especially like a Twister Fest. Oh man, I love it. Um, Mills Creek. Well, one year we didn't have a good experience with Twister Fest. Oh, but it was only God. it was only because it's not uh, promoters amazing. Shout out to Ben Ellis. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, he's he's an amazing musician and uh, puts on some of the best shows. He's ran some of the best sound we've ever had. But um, he puts it on every year. Him and a few other guys. Um, it's three days. Shout out to Miss Amanda over here that was nine months pregnant. Yeah, there. that's what. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> we, we love. We I love playing festivals. Um, and outside's my favorite, especially the last time we played uh, Twister Fest. It was under a moon. It was beautiful. Like we we're yeah. under. We were under a moon. Like a full moon. Yeah, I got shots of it. Some, some of the most Pretty gorgeous. I was yeah. going to ask you when you were talking about festivals, is it, do you like the, I was going to ask you if you like the heat or if you like the sun, but you didn't yeah, even about the moon. When did our first year playing it, um, we, we, I thought like, see, I do good in heat, but this year we were like, okay, we're going to go early. Let's get there. We already knew it was going to be 109, 115 with the heat index, 120. So we already knew it was going to be hot. I tried to dress accordingly. I think I was in t-shirt, vest. I had some of the holiest jeans I could have. And then, uh, but our problem was we got there real early so we could sell merch meet fans uh, and go around and uh, see some of the other acts as well. Well, that alone killed me, right? So by the time we hit the stage, I think, I don't know which one of these two were like, hey, dude, you do not look okay. I'm like, oh man, I'm fine. You know, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just a little hot. I've got enough water in me though. I didn't no, know I was like, no. the heat strike. <laughs> yeah. And um, luckily um, the people before us, canceled and the people after didn't show up so we just had this whole stage to ourselves for hours and the sound guy was like super nice man and uh so we we get about about three songs into it and i'm jumping around and everywhere i started out i got shoes socks on you know that vest and all that by the time we ended it i was down to just barefoot 
Ingenious. nothing under that vest and like i had nothing i was like i was and this stage is terrible it's plywood that's about to fall apart any minute they did fix that <laughs> yeah the second year was amazing stage it was, first year it was so it, hot it, the our basis was you know old amanda over here she was a <laughs> yeah i was nine months pregnant yeah i had the baby like two weeks after the show and uh she he leans <laughs> to me so like i'm turning blue and like i look bad at this point and even the sound guy was like man you know we we uh, we could take a break or if y'all want to call it and i'm looking at the band and i'm like no i can go through it she leans over she goes i'll fake a pregnancy right here i said i, I did i said That's i will how much i love you I said, fake a pregnancy and i don't care who the hell thinks otherwise I yeah like, i was like no i appreciate you man. yeah i said i'll pee my pants right here they won't know none the wiser i said there's a walmart down the street you could get me new pair of pants and underwear and we'll be good to go and nobody's embarrassed we're good <laughs> and he's like nah it's all right i was like we're well you about, call it or i do it yeah we went about another <laughs> three or four so maybe well, like our set list was probably 12 songs we got about four and a half five into it and then um I was going to go off stage, grab a thing of water, and that's when I stepped off stage, and I didn't realize how high it was. About that time, I just went flat on my face almost, and I caught my guitar, and I looked at them, and I said, yeah, man, we got to call it. And I went up to the town guy, and I was like, I'm sorry. He goes, no, man, y'all are putting on a killer show. He's like, I can't believe you're making it in this game. And I was like, I'm trying. I'm trying to give you what you need, man. The sound guy just wanted a story about, hey, that one time that guy from that band died on stage. Yeah. <laughs> And he loved us too, bless his heart. And yeah, he, it's not a Nikki Six <laughs> concert, like we're Aquafire. <laughs> we don't want to die on stage. Right. I felt like I was going to die on that stage just walking on to it. It felt like, mm -hmm. you know, you see those photos on Facebook, like you ain't played on stage until you played on this stage. And it's like held up by cinder blocks and little pieces of wood. That's, this was that stage. <laughs> yeah. like, we were on that, I was, we were jumping on it and it felt like a trampoline. <laughs> My whole half stack's over there rocking back and forth. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, y'all. Next time we played, we played on the same stage because I think that venue has like what nine nine plays. I think stages? it's got five stages. Five five, five stages. Five. Yeah, Quite but, a few. Uh, the next time we played on that stage, it was much more solid. sturdy. Yeah, it was, it was more sturdier. The, the integrity of it was yeah. much more sound. <laughs> no, it was, I was okay with jumping on. Next time we played, less splinters. Yeah. We were playing at night the second time we played on that stage and just had this. Yeah, I mean, it was good after the full moon, first song. Like right above us. <laughs> it was really, really cool. Yeah, it was good after the first song because I forgot to plug in. Yeah, <laughs> first song, we just come out. I think it was Good Life, and we just no, like, adrenaline. adrenaline. We just come in, jamming it, and like get halfway through, it, and we look over at Amanda, and she's just like, and I get over by her base, and there's nothing coming out of it, but she's just like, she's in and out. She's over here. Nothing's happening. I play a pretty patchy, uh, punchy cabinet. I got I got two different cabinets, and one is my 80s cabinet, and I brought that one with me because I knew we'd be outside. I was like, I want something with some punch. So I brought that with me, and yeah, we opened up with adrenaline. It's so punchy that I thought it was her bass behind the entire time. And then Corey's up there, and he's just up there shredding that harmonica. I'm like, man, this is good. Because like, remember the first time, we fried at this place. So we're just like, oh, it's beautiful. The weather's right. The music's perfect. <laughs> and, uh, and we're over there, and about that time, we hit that bridge. And he's blowing in on that harmonica and he like he's like whoop and then he hits it and I slide in that solo and that's when I realized I was all alone. <laughs> I was like I was like looking at her bass, I was like, I don't hear nothing. She's over here and just doing this, like <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I got I got lost. I got lost because like, I, I need her to help. That's how you know your music's song. memorized. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need her to guide me through the song. And luckily, I see Eric and he's just making out because he knows I'm struggling <laughs> at this point. And he's over there just searing me down. And he's like, and he's like, yeah. I'm like, 
what's even worse is, yeah is the sound guy didn't realize so he's like messing with my head so he's like i don't understand what's going on and my and up. my plug was Just sitting right on top of it, it. Yeah, and he like. No, I thought it wasn't plugged in all the way. No, it no, wasn't, it wasn't plugged off. in at all. Oh, okay. I set it on top of my head, and he's messing with my head, and <laughs> it's sitting right there, and he's not figuring out like what's going on. And then you finally see it, and you grab it, and you like jabbed it in my base, and now it's still playing. <laughs> cordless. Cordless. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So, so we've learned that the drummer and the bass player are forgetful, or. <laughs> over time, over time. Okay. <laughs> hey, that was my first mishap. That, I can't right. no, no, you, you guys are years sure. does something. Yeah, look, it comes with experience, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she like never messes up. Yeah, so when she does, she like takes it so personal. Yeah. And then I called it out just now. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, hey, I've been asking everybody uh, what their favorite kind of shows are, and I haven't asked you, so spotlight's um, on you now, Amanda. I'm gonna say not festivals because everybody almost died. Um, <laughs> I almost gave birth on stage. Right. Yeah. Anytime but, I don't have yeah. to play pregnant. Yeah. My favorite. That, that's great. <laughs> um, I do like uh, the air conditioned venues. That's great. Good stuff. Um, uh, my favorite venue, I think, though, is probably our hometown venue, the Railhead. Yeah. Um, the people that. in town really show up for artists, and like you could tell, they're into everybody. Like. They're there just to have fun, interact with you, and like it's just a great experience overall. And that well, stage great is probably too. yeah, that's the it's best layout for a stage. It's Absolutely. got platforms on like left stage, right stage, and center, so you can step up and have your little moment of spotlight and step back onto the stage. The drummers raised up off of the main stage. It's just it's really really fun. They have rafters. I know Davis is gonna love it. He's gonna be hanging. Out. <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got a couple of shows lined up with the uh, the bad jokes. Um, I think like two or three, and then yeah, one of them is with the brigade, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna let them come to our. They 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 were you know they were very gracious and let us come here and tear up badass Renee. So we're gonna you know do that same host and let them come tear up our venue oh, for cool. Valentine's Day. Right, that's Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, it's Valentine's week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so the, and that'll be in, in Lawton? Yes, yeah. at the oh, Railhead on the February 17th. Rock and Romance 2024. Renee, hey, that's Brigade, Us, Aquafire, uh, the legendary Chuck Cooley. Brett yeah. Thorne, right? Is that what he goes by? And yeah. And we'll have, uh, who else is it? It's the Bad Jokes. Mm -hmm. And Brigade. And Brigade. So four acts. Yeah. Four acts for a rockin' town. Yeah, how cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, do you guys want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. Down. Awesome. So uh I, I got I got stuck there for a second. <laughs> but uh, no, so um when we come back, I want to talk more about um the song. Uh like I saw that you guys have a lot of um songs on Spotify that have Ton, ton of we're almost yeah. to 300,000 with all of our songs. Yeah, yeah our rap was pretty that's like, the only thing we're doing, yeah, doing decent yeah. is because people around the world are listening. That's so cool. <laughs> all right, well, we get back and we'll, we'll dig in this. We'll talk, okay. we'll talk about songs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sparkling water over there. <laughs> I'm new, don't know what to do. <laughs> hey, do you think it was beer? What? Are you trying to grab? I it? didn't know what it was. I was, like, I, just seen I, I was trying to make a joke. I saw him like I see, I see trying to make a face after he took like, a sip, but I was like, "This beer tastes funny." <laughs> it is beer. That's exactly what I. Well, I, was I, I was like, I was like, as soon as I was hitting, I was like, "Man, this water's gone bad." 
Maybe I should tell them. <laughs> yeah, the water's bad or the, or the beer. Look at this expiration date on the bottle. Yeah. It's French like, water. I don't know about drinking water. Oh, oh that's that's what's wrong with it. It's from France. <laughs> okay, that, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. Is it wee wee? I love Yes, yes, ma'am. Wee wee water. Wee. Oh, wee. I like that Amanda was like, it's not well water, so it tastes funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't from the tap. Yeah, country boy. Right. <laughs> so if y'all, y'all have it where it's not in a bottle, they're like, that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I can just get more of it. <laughs> Is that very distracting to you, Jason? It's, uh, you know, what's funny is the first time I looked at Eric, this thing like blinded me for a second, and I, and I didn't even notice there was, it was a light. It there. was just me. Yeah, it was Eric's personality. It just blinded <laughs> yeah. me. He's a shiny. It get pulled yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, he. Uh, it, they wrote "blinded by the light" about him. <laughs> Is that, is this, Sorry, I got my mullet going. It, it's no, it's fine. It's not even there, man. You told us to forget about all that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the only thing that matters right here. Only thing, in, like I don't even have a microphone in front of me. Maybe I do. <laughs> it's just a stick. Just so, so are we gonna play Jenga or something? Is that what's going on? Are we? Are, yeah. So, uh, all right. So here, <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. Oh, y'all going down? Um, I I want to learn. I want to learn more about how you guys got on Spotify. How do you get all of those um, plays? Like, uh, you know, from Lawton <laughs> and via internet radio to all over the world. Like, I want I want you guys to to tell me about that. But uh, and then and then I'd like to. Um, talk a little bit about the song you're going to play for us and I'm going to try to make sure that I keep asking you guys individually questions so that everyone's talking and so what we're going to do is whenever we start talking about is it Saturday night is that the song that we're yeah. going to be playing so when you when you guys start talking about the inspiration and getting into the deep part about Saturday night uh, as you guys talk y'all like when you're done like if, if I ask you a question and you answer it pull out Pull, we're gonna pull out one of the Jenga pieces, and so that we'll just keep going around. So I'll just make sure, kind of popcorn. I got it. And then, okay. yeah. So like, I'll saw that Corey. What about this? And then, uh, and then you'll take the Jenga piece, and then that's kind of what we'll do. So just kind of just something for the second segment. That's cool. That's no, I like it. I like it. Okay, you, you guys, got a good you game guys going good? on in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll bring the Jenga piece into. I'll remind you. And I'll try to call on you guys individually to, to, about the song. But nice. uh, who wants to start talking about like? How do you get on Spotify? Let's just start there. That would be his department. That's all him. That's all. Him. <laughs> all right, Ridge. I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna go. Yeah, we. <laughs> well, go. He's yeah. got the answers over here. For well, well, for yeah. So, so tell us, t tell us, how do you get on Spotify? How do you get all those plays? Uh, these days, um, it's all about finding a distribution company that will actually turn your music into uh, to digital format. And uh, there's there's a lot of them from uh, Destroyo Kid, Amuse. Uh, the list go on and on. Uh, we just found one that we liked and uh, you find one that doesn't take a huge cut or even if they don't take, take a cut at all. So uh, we just pay for, you know, to have it distributed and uh, basically record it. They finalize it. They make sure everything's good. They want to know like, you know, if there's any language in it and so forth, so on. But basically it's just a quick, um, just click it and wait about 12 days and then you're live. And then, and then cross your fingers that other people will listen to it. Right. Yeah. That, so that's that's the next part. Uh, is there anything you do to get those streams? Actually, uh, for about the first few months, it was just like a little gradual, and then it started going up and up and up a little bit. And then I guess when you've uh, hit like a certain threshold, you have the option to submit for spot, uh, uh, Spotify playlist. So that's what I did. I took uh, the two songs that we had out right then and there. 
and I submitted them. And before I know it, I watched that. I like I went back to our graph about a month later that shows us, you know, where we're at. And we went from just having like 500 to, you know, it went to 10,000, you know. So we was like, oh, wow, you know, something's going on here. So, and, uh, and it's telling the <laughs> countries it was. I was blown away, like Germany. Uh, Japan. Yeah, we, yeah, in India, like I've I don't know if you've heard the trailer part, boys. Yeah, but uh, I was actually uh, I called in. I was on uh, one of Pat Roach's shows one time. You know, Randy, and uh, and I gave a band a shout out. And then before I know it, we had Canadian streams right up there. <laughs> yeah. That uh, thanks to them boys. They they like classic rocks. So, yeah. Yeah. They they started streaming us. And then I think just just alone from being on uh from being on Pat Roach's show, that literally, you know, I started I show I showed another ten, twenty thousand after that. And uh we we got a lot of countries that follow us. We're we're very blessed that it's just been uh this the playlist helped. And then I guess after you've gotten in on one playlist, it's much easier to get your music submitted on other. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then after that, individual playlisters and um, internet radio stations will just start picking your music. Wow, we we've just lucked out, and it's kind of grew organ- organically there. And then now, and then after you know you've blown up, you know your other hits just kind of start taking off after right. that if they're worth anything. Right. So your song was on like a playlist with other artists. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. it was like a new rock playlist yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, we we were very blessed that it went from just being you know like a couple thousand streams to you know being over fifty thousand streams. In just <laughs> right. A few months. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, Corey, you were talking about streams from other countries. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty neat. Like every once in a while, he'll send. We had like this group message that we're all in and whatnot. We really need to start doing what the bad jokes do with the uh, what is that thing called? Slack or something like that. Slack. Yeah, that's that's what they were talking. It's Slack. So like it's a it's like a chat room, and we can just add stuff to it all the time, and only we see it when not. But anyway, we do that on Facebook already. But uh, like he he'll send us this little thing that shows us the top countries that we're in, and like we had six hundred streams in Japan or three hundred in in Hungary or something like that, and it's just like wow, like there's there's people don't even speak my language like originally and they're listening to our tunes and it's pretty neat and i think that's what helps it to grow too like you know if you get one person that hears it and they're going to start telling their friends and it's again like you said it's just something that's kind of happened organically don't really know how but we're blessed and we hope it doesn't stop yeah it keeps getting bigger uh eric how does it feel to, to know that people are listening to your music in other countries it feels great it, it also feels kind of weird, you know, because you don't know. Where are we supposed to take it? You know, it? you don't know how they're taking it. Hopefully they're taking it the right way. You should right. be the easy one. You know. How much time is of the top? <laughs> all right, so Jenga's the, Jenga's the game here. J- uh, oh, yeah. We're supposed <laughs> All right, all right. So I was the only one excited about it. <laughs> uh, Corey took my turn. You go ahead. So. <laughs> Corey, Corey kicked it off. He wanted to go first. All right. Well, but you did get your pace. No, no, you're supposed to take it after you're done talking. Yeah. So, so that way we know you're done. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> <doesn't mean laughs> done. Y'all don't follow instructions clearly. <laughs> uh, well, the instructions weren't very clear. I don't think so. So, yeah. I thought they were. Man. Yeah. No. So. <laughs> closer to him. There you go. All right. That that covered the so now, the timer again. So you guys will just have to let me know. Get like when it's. Wrapping, but ready for the next break. Sometimes I feel like just falls down. Well, then you lose. Then you right? lose. Yeah. Well, Do you not have you never played Jenga? Yeah. Well, I don't want to screw up the first damn time. <laughs> Go. <sighs> well, then don't take one that's gonna do that. 
All right, guys, it's Jenga with Aquafire. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, hanging out with Aquafire and as we play Jenga. So, uh, so you guys are gonna play a song for us, right? You yeah. guys, what song are you guys Here. gonna play? It's called Saturday Night. All right, let's let's talk about this song, and I'm gonna try to make sure that I'm asking everyone. So, Amanda, heads up, I'm gonna ask you first. Okay. But we'll start talking about the song, and when you're done, like when you answer the question, uh, pull a Jenga piece, and then I'll ask another question, and that that we'll just play this until until Jenga crashes, until there's a loser. All right. Okay. Wow. So I'm gonna lose. <laughs> All right, now. I started it. All right. Yeah. So <clears throat> those were practice ones, but okay. now, now we're for real. So yeah. All right. so yeah. Uh, on. So tell me a little bit about Saturday night. Like what? Uh, tell me uh, how it started. T you guys tell me what you're interested in. So really, this is like our first song that we wrote. And uh, Corey was still living in Dallas at the time. And he came up for a weekend. We we're going to sit there and write music. And he's sitting there writing. I ended up like jumping in and we collaborated on it. And uh, we just messed around with the words until it felt right. We jammed it out <laughs> and we knew like okay, we have gold here. And that was kind of like our beginning um, piece that just kind of accelerated the rest of these songs for us. It was really just like, just a golden statement piece that we had created and we're really proud of and ended up being uh, pretty much our top song. So um, pretty blessed for that, yeah. All right, Jenga time. Okay, I got to. There is one sticking out over here on this side, just to give you like a little tip. I don't know if I. Oh yeah, she's she's going for it. I can help. All right, who has a who does not have a Jenga piece yet? Ridge. Okay, Ridge, tell me tell me some more about Saturday Night. Yeah, buddy. It's it's good song. Inspiration guitar wise, man, I've. I can't even tell you my inspiration group. It goes everywhere from Rolling Stones to, you know, I love I love blues. I love blues. I was raised around a lot of country, so I got that engraved in me. You know, um, uh, lots of hair metal. So that's where Saturday Night um, definitely uh, has some pretty good 80s grooves in it. You know, they, if you like that good old rock and stuff, that's what I try to incorporate in it. I just wanted to... Um, I just wanted to play, you know, some. I don't like. I don't like a lot of new music. I really don't. I don't. I don't mean to be killer on like. There's a lot of great, amazing artists of these days, but um, I just love old-fashioned rock and roll and blues, <laughs> and that's what I kind of wanted. That to classic, classic hair metal. Yeah, I just, I just <laughs> really wanted to stick it, especially in this song. I really like. It lets me, you know, kind of show off a little bit. <laughs> kind of, I'll end the song on my back. Sometimes I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thanks, thanks for telling us. It's Jenga time. Oh, we got the easy one. Go like oh, me, huh? Y'all are cheap. It's all good. <laughs> me and him, we think a lot. Yeah. We're gonna, gonna take the easy stuff. That's right. <laughs> all right, Corey, do you want to tell me a little bit about some inspiration for Saturday Night? Maybe uh, what inspired you? Maybe the lyrics. Really, what in the lyrics? Uh, my wife at the time. Uh, we're not together anymore, unfortunately. But uh, I don't know. It's just. Kind of really got that ACDC vibe from the music of it. And he was just playing it. And I was sitting there and I, I kind of, a lot of the stuff that we write, we'll start off freestyling. And I think that comes from me and him. Like, we know how to freestyle on like rap beat and stuff like that. And so we'll try to put that into music and actually sing it out instead of making a rhyme and whatnot. But 
and we'll build off of that. We'll maybe record a little bit of it and then go back and like, no, we have something there that's that's right off of that. Like just that one line, we can go off of that. And that's kind of just how it went. And it just it talks about my wife and how like I want to be with her forever and whatnot. Unfortunately it didn't work out that way, but you know, it's still a kick-ass song and hopefully it means something for somebody else, you know, like hopefully other people get inspiration off it and whatnot. So, so did you say it started out as a rhyme, like as rap? Like, no, like I, I was, I was saying, <laughs> I was saying like, that's, that's how we write a lot of okay. our songs is like, we'll freestyle it. Like we'll just start playing music and we like it. We recorded a little bit of it. And then we'll go back and actually really start working on gotcha. it. That's, that's what I mean yeah. by like freestyle rapping. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Cool. <laughs> All right. So you get another Jenga piece. Don't do that. Talk. Uh uh. No. I'm gonna go for the. They're shaming you. Yeah. They're. Can I spin this? Is that okay? No. Can we do? I, I. Whatever you guys agree to, you you get to decide the rules. You're such a cheater. Oh. He just there's no banged. cheating if he there's no rules. The game hard. Oh, <laughs> I made the game hard now. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, Eric. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about how you rapped. I don't tell rap. me about your rap inspiration. I, no, 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 no. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Like I'll be like doing like a little beat or something. Okay. Okay. And then all of a sudden, Ridge or if Corey's around, he'll they'll be like just spit into like just a rap battle. I mean, he's, he's usually not like at the same time. It's just usually it'd be like Ridge. And, but he'll be like just whatever he says, but it kind of makes sense, you know? To get your beat like, going. And it, 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 gets, it gets my beat going. <laughs> but yeah, but I was going to say something about the Muse Saturday Night. Yes. My inspiration is truly all this fucker right here. Because without that, down it, and just how he starts any of the songs off. I mean, he loves Guns N' Roses. Yeah, Guns N' Roses. You hear that? But you hear his inspiration, his plan. And I'll just go ahead and I'll just go with the flow. You know what I mean? Whatever I hear, it's usually what I kind of concrete. You know what I mean? I, I try not to like take something away unless it's like a stupid solo or something. You know what I mean? And I'll do crazy shit about that. But yeah, it's just inspiration right there. That's well, awesome. Well, thank you. You keep me humble with, with your pretty ass. I, mean, <laughs> I, I have to say, that. love you, Muddy. Jenga time. I'm jinging this. So now that I know that you guys are all uh, mass, like just rappers, <laughs> we could have done freestyle. No, they, they just do the music right. part of it. We do the lyricism part of it. Yeah, I'm yeah. percussion. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> no, I say we could have, we could have exchanged rap like flows and stuff and bars, and and that's how we could have done Jenga. Is like when you when, when they pass the mic to you, if you don't have a rap, you have to pull a piece. No. All right, so so uh, we've kind of been talking about Saturday night, so uh, if you guys are cool, uh, maybe we'll put the Jenga aside for one second, uh, go go uh, play us some Saturday night. Does that sound good to you guys? We do. Yeah, absolutely. Here. All right, let's awesome. It. All right, well, yeah. let's head out. Let's go. All right. Get it. <laughs> Saturday night? Yeah. yeah.
Uh, you want to sit down, Corey? And, and we're back. All right, guys. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you guys for, for uh, indulging us with uh, Saturday night. But I didn't know we were getting two songs. So so you guys played a, a second song. Was that, was that a new one? Yeah, we yeah. had a new album yeah. dropping later this year, and we thought we'd give you a little little hitter off that one. Yeah. Let's see if, if y'all like, yeah. kind of like it. And we'll take it. Uh, it's about drinking. We, we, we feel like a, we, we, get, we play a lot of bars. And there's nothing for the bartender. Mm. So why not give the bartender something to, you know, scoot around and serve drinks to, you know? Yeah. This one's for the bartender. Now, uh, he's, he knows more about the writing on it. He's got, <laughs> he's got amazing inspiration on it. These two did the lyrics. and um, well, Jenga didn't fall while we were upstairs, so you got to uh, pull a piece. And then, Corey, can you tell us the name of the song and then tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, the, the name of the song is called Whiskey. Well... Are we just going to go with, we haven't really even named it yet. Yeah. Ooh. No, I said I wanted to Ooh, name This is the inside scoop. I yeah. said I wanted to name yeah. the whiskey. Because we were like, oh, we should call it, oh, excuse me, we should call it the, the beer water. Uh, we should call it uh, whiskey. <laughs> it's got a real kick. <laughs> we should call it the whiskey blues. We said that first. Oh, uh, whiskey. I don't know. We call it whiskey dementia for all I care about. <laughs> And we, uh, whiskey. I think we should. Yeah, I mean, we'll whiskey. just go with whiskey. Simplicity Keep it kills. Sim simplicity kills. So you're right. Just like so, you guys decided it live right here. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. called whiskey. I've always been here. up there. Whiskey first. Blue Couch Studio. All right, Corey, you want to tell us a little uh, bit about whiskey? Yeah, like like Ridge was saying, it's just something to to get the bar scooting around, especially the bartender. Uh, get her some tips over there. It's. It's just like a drinking song. It's lots of energy. Get up, get moving, get dancing. Basically, gonna play it after a slow, sad song to bring the the crowd right back, back up and whatnot. So, but yeah, uh, it's a really fun song. I play harmonica on it, and we just try to kill it every time we play it. Yeah. Sounded great. Thank you. Jenga time. Jenga time. And Amanda, I'm gonna go to you. Okay. Go. I'm gonna crisscross here. Tell tell me about your inspiration for whiskey. Oh. So, oh goodness. Maybe it'll fall while you're talking. <laughs> come on, come on. Come on. Um, <laughs> I did that because you screwed us. You deserve that. <laughs> so, um, I have a whale. Or what's your favorite part? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Talk, talk, about, talk about us sitting and writing it together. So, like, um, making the verses fit to the music. So, I kind of get wordy when I make stuff and I feel so bad for Corey. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I change it. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So it's, it's hard to spit out, but it really, like he said, gets people moving, uh, gets them kind of pumped up. Like, it's just like a good snappy song. Like there's no way you can't like just dance to it. It's super catchy. And like, that really is like, it's like, I like that inspiration, like getting people to move because like that tells me while I'm on stage, like you enjoy this. So um, I just really like that aspect of it. Yeah. If you're, if you're uh, done. Don't make <laughs> it fall. Time. If you can. Jenga oh, time. What? Yeah, there we go. I took an easy one. Playing your game. <laughs> <laughs> it's your man's game too. That's so. right. <laughs> okay. All right, Eric, tell us a little bit about whiskey. Well, it's about whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that stuff. I don't know, man. It's, whiskey and Guns N' Roses. Yeah. 
Whiskey and Guns N' Roses. Don't they just go together? Yeah, dude, like Guns N' Roses and whiskey. But no, uh, whiskey. It's it's a laid back, chill song for me. I mean, it's it's it was easy for me to just come up with the the drum line that I have with it because of just his awesomeness. And then I'll be brutally honest with this: these two didn't like it. Uh oh! In the very beginning, didn't like the drums or didn't like the song. It's just fast. It was fast. It's fast. But now it's 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 gotten it's getting it's getting it's getting better, especially with how we do it now. (laughs) But nonetheless, did you have to slow it down a little? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. 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 A little bit. Just a little bit. So it was like, yeah. yeah. Because Corey couldn't breathe otherwise. (laughs) I still have a hard time on it. It's the the words are just so packed together like each verse that there's no breathing room on it so yeah. I, I hope i don't mess it up <laughs> hey, every time we play it i'm just i'm just in my head like man i hope i don't mess this up <laughs> you guys were talking about re- recording um have you recorded whiskey yet no we haven't no okay it. are you gonna do two versions like the the fast no <laughs> no. Just, no just just the one just the one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna to try to have that album cut hopefully um bef- by December of uh, this coming year. So, do you guys uh, have how many songs do you have uh, currently ready for it? Uh, we're for this next album. We're gonna to try to put nine to ten on it. Uh, when it comes to actually songs ready, we, we've only got maybe two actually wrote okay. for, for the album. We got but, tons of we got tons I mean, of music. We have tons of music. We, me and Amanda, if we could sit down. And actually find time to, to sit down without other distractions arising. Oh, it's gonna go. I feel it. No. Without other distractions arising, uh, we could get some stuff knocked out as far as writing and whatnot. But yeah. we're just trying to find the time on that. We have probably three or four songs, music-wise, that we're really comfortable with and we want to put lyrics to. But it's just kind of finding the time to do it and whatnot. And we when we have practice days we really try to practice on what we're playing for our next show and like i said earlier we got shows coming up so there's writing's just really hard to get into right now because yeah. we all have families and jobs and whatnot and when this is a full-time job we'll be able to write all the time right yeah. right more jenga time yeah more. i mean i was gonna ask you a little bit about the writing since since Corey kind of teed up the writing stuff how how does that go i mean uh, how do you? How is the the writing process with the two of you? So really, because like we stated earlier, um, Eric and Ridge kind of sit down and create the. Oh man, <laughs> kind of sit down and um, jam out, and then they kind of give us like a sample, and me and Corey will sit there, and either me or him will kind of like throw out a line, and we're like, okay, we could go this direction with the song, and we build that song just around. <laughs> the line we have so it's kind of an interesting process i don't think other musicians kind of do that they just they kind of like get a verse or a chorus or something and go off that but we're like we collaborate just so well um we kind of like can read each other like oh this doesn't sound right let's switch it to this or how about this words let's pull out the thesaurus <laughs> we do that a lot yeah, we'll um the source for sure yeah like no shame in that but um just how we write is just so organic. It just comes so naturally between us. And like, it helps so much when we're writing music. 
It's really awesome to find like a group of people that you just the chemistry just hits when you're looking at the same thing. You know, you're all about the music. It's Jenga time. <laughs> no, that I've definitely heard all of you guys have complimented each other, talked about just knowing the other what the other person's thinking, clicking soon or right away. It sounds like you guys have a really great process, and that you yeah. One of our it. songs, feelings. It's it's it actually works. Uh, I mean, Eric's favorite song. He's got a some, drum solo uh, in it. Ooh, maybe we maybe we ask him about that because I think he's got to go after Amanda. Yeah. What what uh -oh. what was the song? Uh oh. Oh, she's it's going now. Maybe Eric not. Doesn't, Eric doesn't want to go I next. Do you need assist? Let me, no, no, no. I'm just gonna hold it so it doesn't like oh. keep sliding. Oh. You got it out. Got it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna be From my perspective, from what I could I'm see, over top here, he was he was arrested the, the whole, but didn't actually help yet. Yeah. Yeah. She did it on her own. I could do things by myself. It was sliding. Oh. All right, Eric. What song were you just now talking about? Eric's favorite. Well, I mean, it's it's not my favorite because the damn drum solo. It can be, but I just I just really like because it's more of more of one of the intricate ones that I do on drums, and it's just it's the hi hat and ride work, and it's just I feel I like it. I don't know why, and I'm not the only one that likes it because the streams say it also. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just I don't know the feeling just behind it. Just how I am when I'm doing it. I don't know how to the way it feels it. while you're playing it. Yeah, yeah, just how I just feel it. It's got that groove. Yeah, and we like that's why I brought it up. Like how we were saying, we can all just feel each other. Yeah. Oh, you what feel, our, feel what it. Our, is yeah. what our next well, move? No, like our next move is really like when it's it like comes to music. We groove, they groove, but without like if if I'm out of the picture, then there's no groove. Or if he's out of the picture, there's no groove. It takes you know all four of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's and, hard to play by ourselves. Yeah. Come on, Eric. All right, drum roll. Muddy, muddy. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play host here for a second and see. It looks like we've got Corey's got four pieces. What? Is that right? Yeah. What? <laughs> Did you see that move? <laughs> That's Put that on slow motion. Right? Okay, I see. Yeah. yeah play it. Wow. Slow it back, guys. For sure. Wow. This went. <laughs> he's just, he just talking so eloquently, like, you know, man, I just want to do every day. <laughs> it's, we need to Got really to stop moving the table because it's. All right, so we got four over here. You guys, who's going next? Let's, let's, let's Jenga it out. Let's just, let's just go. Jenga, my Jenga. Go. Who's, who's? It's just. It's the one of you need to go. Yeah, you got, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna catch you up. No, don't you dare! You're gonna have the same pizzazz. Oh. Oh, hey, round Thank you. It was as good. All right, Amanda. Yeah, it was. Actually, yours was really good. No, yours was freaking. Like, all right. If they put Jason Bourne on a game, oh, it's wobbly. Nobody move. Nobody move. All right, Corey. How much weight do you think's on this one? <laughs> this is intense. Not enough. This is intense. Oh, oh, man. He got it. <laughs> is it already back to Eric? I think yeah. so. Yeah, all right. He's got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Winner. Great. Winner. Hey, you got the most. Damn it. You got the most sticks. I think it's a good You did. I had four. <laughs> Corey wins. Uh, yeah. Eric wins 
um, cool the best flick. <laughs> yeah. The best trick removal. It was left angle here, mind you. And it canceled out the loss, I guess. Because technically you lost too, but I did. But did you really? All right, so Amanda, you were telling me that you had a, a great story that you wanted to share about Corey. <laughs> yes, um, so we were playing in a bar in Winniewood, uh, just having the time of our lives as usual. Um, there are these beautiful ladies sitting in front at a table, you know, you know how they Probably do. Probably one of our most packed yeah, shows at that it point. It was. And um, so Corey, like you said, he feeds off the audience. And we're ending the show playing Saturday night, and these girls are just eating him up like they're going nuts so Corey's all into it and for some reason his brain tells him to go wham on the table and when he did their drinks spilled all over them <laughs> he no, never, the drinks, yeah. their drinks went up yes. <laughs> yes. they didn't know they were their sitting in the splash zone were, yeah my friends were sitting right yes. there they're just looking at me and they're just like i got the microphone in my hand and i just start Taking my shirt off, <laughs> I get my shirt off. Like he's slinging up and starts singing the chorus. He's still singing. It's a Saturday night, just looking at him, and they're just like, they're eating it up. up. And, oh, and he's great. like, after the show, he's like, I'm so sorry. They're like, No, it's okay. We loved it. And Corey's the only person I know that could get away with spilling drinks over these pretty ladies, and they would be okay with it because they just enjoyed in front of their boyfriends. So in front of their boyfriends, they were okay with it. I they were not the rest of the night, but yeah. you know, I, I bought them all around, like and their boyfriends, not just them. The drinks went up. I looked at a man and a money. I said, We're about to get. I looked at my mouth. I said, We're getting thrown out of this. Place. <laughs> and then sure enough, they loved it. Yeah, they ate it up. Like, okay, I just kept playing. Hey, like, when okay. Corey's shirt comes comes off, <laughs> good yeah. things happen. Yes. I guess. We were blessed. That's what I'm hearing. Well, what was so cool about it was like I had the microphone in one hand. Like I didn't know what to do, like because I I didn't know how to get the shirt off okay. with one hand, you know. So I I made it happen and just cleaned up their table as I was singing. There's no missing a beat for that. None. Mm -hmm. Worked out. None. I I almost missed a beat. <laughs> I just heard a harmonica. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, this somebody brought in the harmonica all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to uh, ask a couple questions. What I'm going to do is I'm, I have two different questions, and I'll just kind of go around a circle, and you can pick one of the two. If you want to answer both, you can, but this is kind of just uh, throwing out two questions here towards the end. And uh, so I'll just start. I'll just go around. Start with you, Amanda, if you don't mind putting uh, me putting you on the on the spot. Uh, so here's the two questions. What did you listen to on the drive over today? And or have you ever had a religious experience with music? Um, so on the ride over today, we just kind of rocked out to 80s music because <laughs> why not? Like no specific genre, just 80s music. So anything from Elton John to ACDC and uh, Poison, like anything in between. <laughs> um, that's pretty standard for us. Um, as far as a religious thing with music like I don't know music's just always been like healing for my soul so I, I wouldn't say it's just some like I'd say religious I'd say more spiritual right it's like not some grand thing uh, that happened to me it's just always something that's healed my soul and something that 
is necessary in my life. And I'm glad that I get to give it back to people now. How it's cool. it's such a cool experience. Yeah, how cool. Well, and I, and I, uh, I appreciate you reminding me. You guys drove together. Yes. And you drove like four hours to get yeah. here, right? Yeah, we did. So how about we drop that first question about what did you listen to? Because you covered it for everyone. Yeah. And I'll change it from a religious experience to spiritual experience. So, uh, so Ridge, uh, have you ever had a spiritual experience with music? Uh, I just like music that hits you in the heart. So direct. Get yeah. Moving. Yeah. I love, uh, I love amazing writers. Um, I could, I could say here and name off tons and tons for hours, but, uh, basically, uh, no, but I have my, I have my holy experience literally every time I get on stage with these guys. I mean, they make it a blast. That's, that's the spiritual experience. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, I love great writing. Great yeah. writing that hits you in the heart. Makes yeah. you think. Makes you think or cry or okay. smile. Yeah. Perfect. That's a great answer. All right, Corey. Same question to you. Have you ever had a, a spiritual experience with music? I mean, really, it's like I can't answer it better than Rich just did. It's when I play with these guys, I I just really feel like I'm somebody, you know, and especially if the crowd's there screaming for you and. You don't really even notice it when you're on stage. It's more when you go back and you look at videos and you're just like, wow, that was me that all those people were cheering for. That was us. Yeah. Yeah, you, you that's moved, that's you moved to that. that's cool. Yeah. You know, like that's that's a cool feeling that you just you can't let go. And at this point where we're at with our music, like we just keep chasing that because we really want it. Like we wanna be playing shows every week and just having fun doing what we love to do. Yeah. That adrenaline. Yeah. We had, yeah, adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of adrenaline, we have a song called Adrenaline. Um, it'll be on our next album. And that's what it talks about is like what our fans and the crowd and the venues that, that bring us to their spots, like that's that's the feeling that they give us, that adrenaline feeling. It's it's better than drugs. Yes. Yeah. So I love it. You guys are doing a great job <laughs> explaining all this. Thank you guys so much. All right. Uh last but not least, uh Eric. Yeah. Have you had a religious or spiritual experience with music other than just Guns N' Roses? No. Um, <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, basically, they all summed it up. I mean, and I've said it once and I'll say it a thousand times. If it wasn't, it's not. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man with many, less less words than many. But, um, yeah, they all summed it up. And Eric without likes to hit stuff. Not, that's not necessarily. I find my religion don't, beating don't, the Don't the, throw the things drums. out of context here. <laughs> um, yeah, let's be specific. He's the drummer. <laughs> the I, things he's hitting. I'm, just, I'm just in the background listening to all this beautiful music being made, and I'm trying to I'm trying to keep my beat with their beautiful music. Yeah. And so I guess that's my spiritual thing. Yeah. And so. I'm just trying to get caught up with you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you guys clearly have a connection. You guys are clearly onto something here. He always says to me, um, "I'd be like, hey man, did you did you have a good?" Um, so like, um, I always ask him after the show. I'm like, "So how was it? You know, was it was it good from your spot?" And he goes, "Man, I always got the best seat in the house." That's what he tells me every <laughs> That's time. That's a cool way to say it. It's a cool way to say it. So. All right, guys. So I, I probably forgot to ask some questions. There's probably some shout outs you guys want to say. Like, where are you playing next? I know you're working on new music. You guys. <laughs> what did I forget? What do, what do the what does the audience need to know? Oh, we're, we're done today. We're working on tons of shows. We got Rock and Romance coming up in uh, February, 
and um, that one's actually <laughs> going to be down in our our area a lot. And, and we got we got Chuck Cooley on it, who's an amazing Oklahoma legend. Uh, he's been around like. I remember seeing him when you know I was I wasn't even thinking of touching a guitar, and I'd see him on Cats, you know, local talent show, and I'm like, wow, he's, he's incredible. And uh, we we got him playing with us. We got of course uh, Davis and, and the gang. It's going to be the bad jokes. They're going to be down there with us. We got we got a pretty cool Cats from Edmond. They're called Brigade, and uh, we actually have another show with them. Corey knows more about that. Yeah, one. I actually got a list of our upcoming shows over here. We're playing on this month on the 26th. We're playing Lawton. It's just going to be us. We're playing at the Dewdrop. It's our bartender's birthday that night. So we're going to go party it up with them. Uh, we're playing in Norman on February 3rd. That's going to be with Bad Jokes and Brigade at Incom. And then uh, we're playing pretty close to here in Bartlesville on the 9th with uh, Bad Jokes, who else? Low Level Devils. Low Level Devils and Crimson Love, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, we got another one that he had brought up on February 17th. That's going to be our Valentine's Day edition. And uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys can come out and check it out. Yeah, this is amazing. A shout out to Davis and the Bad Jokes. They're the ones that, uh, you know, uh, definitely told you to give us a holler yeah, well, and we, we we love them so much they they're our sister bands what we call them and, yeah uh, well they were fun you guys were a lot of fun seriously like thank thank you all thank you guys thank you aquafire for being here today thank you audience for tuning into the tulsa tempo podcast thank you guys so much so much thank yeah you. thank you no, guys really seriously it. thank you so much. everything thank, thank you guys yeah. <clears throat> awesome that was fun guys <laughs> You, you guys are really connected, man. We're in the pocket, and I'm working on the sexy woman, and we're smoking the pot.